morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the third day of September 2020. It is a Thursday. My name is Nick. Hey, everybody. There's Big J. Hey, As a follow up to a conversation we started this time yesterday, after all the yapping we were doing about it, you know what I did yesterday? I went home and I watched Cobra Kai. Oh, all both seasons? No, 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 no. I listen. I watched a lot of it, but I didn't. I didn't make it through both seasons. I watched all of season one and some of season two. Yeah, and thoughts? It has no business being as good as it is. Oh, really? It's really, really well done. I mean, like you know, it's and thank God for Netflix because you know, as much of a Karate Kid fan as we are. And as much as we talked about how we probably were at least a part of the origin of this whole thing, uh, I never would have watched it if it was on YouTube Reddit. I mean, I didn't. It's been right. on there for two I mean, and a half years. You know, why would you have? You would have to go and get another subscription. Right. It's just one more thing that I'm just not going to... I mean, no offense. I'm sure there's great programming on there. I just You have to make some decisions. You can't subscribe to everything. Yeah. And so I, I just never... I never had a chance to get in touch with it. And so I, I, I watched it just like everybody else's. I mean, it's trending like crazy across the country. And it's great. I mean, he's William Zabka now, by the way. He's not Billy anymore. But William Zabka <laughs> is fantastic in it. And Ralph Macchio is great uh, to see those characters and how they have, you know, kind of developed over the last 30 years and the way they call back to things. You know, it is a lot of nostalgia. They lean heavily on it. Please, please tell me there's there's echo uh, voice of Pat Morita somewhere. Of course. Yes. There's so much right. of Pat Morita in that show, you have no idea. Uh, great. He's, he's, he's heavily featured in it. I and gotta watch it. I'm gonna watch it. It's it's really really good. I'm only like three episodes into season two, but uh, additional characters from Karate Kid return, and it's just it's it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of good lessons. It's emotional, and yeah, there's some cheesy parts in it, and there's still some like you know a little bit like um, after school specialty kind of things listen, in it. Cheese is but okay. Yeah, it's great. I mean, listen, it's really really well done, and I don't know. It's the same three people. That uh, that wrote and directed and produced every single episode, um, and I'm sorry I don't remember any of their names and they did not come up when we talked about them. So whoever the three people are that are behind this whole thing, because I, it, you know, William Zabkin, Ralph Macchio are both producers on it. So is Will Smith, by the way, an executive producer on this. Big Willie style, man. Yeah, but um, it's the same three people. They did a fantastic job, and you know, it, it's a great mixture of uh, amazing nostalgia for people like our age that watched. Karate Kid, but it's also enough stuff where somebody who hasn't seen Karate Kid that's a kid, because obviously it's a story about, you know, same thing with like a teenagers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Learning karate. And so, there's new stuff in there that, that would tie in a younger generation. Something you watch with your kids, I guess. And if either they haven't watched Karate Kid, which is just bad parenting at this point, but if they haven't, then they can still appreciate the story maybe a little bit. You can let, let them know about all the other things that go on. And they reference all the Karate Kid movies, which is even better. You know, it's not oh, just man. Even one. The, the Hillary Duff one no, or no, whatever. No, not Hillary Duff. No, Hillary Swank. And no, they don't. They don't reference the next Karate Kid because Daniel wasn't there for that one. All but right. but they three do, up to three. They do reference one. They do reference two, and they do reference three. And so it's uh, it's pretty good, and I say it's worth your time in case you're curious. Good job, man. Today on the show, we get a chance to uh, get a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. We got some prizes to give away getting into the morning after Fantasy Football League Season 14. It's going to be awesome. Plus music. Let's start the show with some tool. It's Schism on the X Rocks. 
important stuff. Launch newsfeed on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Check out the crazy cash multiplier scratch games from the Idaho Lottery where you can multiply your prize by 5, 20, 50, even 100 times the cash when cash prizes up to 300 grand. Play today to get started. Looking at the coronavirus numbers for yesterday, we are up to 342 new cases yesterday. 304 confirmed, 38 probable reported yesterday. Uh, That means total is up to 32,664. Bingham County led the way for the second day in a row. Uh, 79 cases there. Ada County had 66 and Canyon County had 41. Also, uh, yesterday, Boise announced that the city will be getting a phased reopening of several facilities. The reopening of city buildings for in-person services comes after months of shutdown due to the pandemic. Facilities that will begin slowly reopening on September 8th include City Hall, Ice World, the Fort Boise Community Center, our Urban Garden School, as well as several other buildings and activities to do back as far as the city is concerned. So obviously social distancing masks required mm-hmm. as well to do all these in-person things, but a reopening slowly but surely somewhat of things in the city of Boise, which is good news. Again, headed in the right direction, Big J. Going to be a coronavirus-themed important stuff because we had news of Tom Seaver yesterday. Hall of Fame pitcher led the 69 Miracle Mets to the World Series Championship. He passed away yesterday due to complications from body dementia and the coronavirus. The Hall of Fame announced last night he was 75. Seaver's family announced in March of last year that he'd been diagnosed with dementia and retired from public life. Among his achievements, he was a three-time Cy Young Award winner, the 67 NL Rookie of the Year, five-time 20-game leader, had a 2.86 career ERA, which is insane when you think about it. Yes, dead ball era for sure, but still, that's crazy. He uh, had 3,640 strikeouts from his career from 67 to 86. Was with the Meds and then the Reds. He also played for the White Sox and the Red Sox. He was elected to the Hall of Fame back in 1992. So rest in peace to Tom Seaver, one of the all-time greats. Yep. And dude, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. It's amazing. Continue to get better. They signed running back Leonard Fournette yesterday, joining the Buccaneers with a one-year one-year deal worth $3.5 million. They're loaded for bear on offense, man. Uh, he confirmed the news on Twitter yesterday, two days after he was waived by the Jaguars. He was chosen as the number four overall pick in the 2017 draft by the Jags. He went unclaimed on waivers with no team picking him up on a one-year $4 million deal, but then the Buccaneers signed him to a one-year $3.5 million deal. So there's that. Uh, which is crazy. So, yeah, it looks like, I mean, you know, there was some hope that uh, that they would have R- uh, R- Raymond Jones as their, back, as their running back, the uh, the guy they drafted a couple years ago, but now Leonard Fournette in that backfield. What are we going to do, right? We'll see. Could be running back by committee. And finally, uh, Dwayne Johnson and his family, including his wife and their two daughters, are all recovering from COVID-19. He revealed in a video yesterday, He says, quote, this has been one of the most challenging and difficult things we've ever had to endure as a family. Uh, He says he wishes it was only me who tested positive, but it wasn't. It was my entire family, so this has been a kick in the gut. Johnson said that his daughters recovered quickly, but it was much, much rougher for him and his wife. And apparently he got the, uh, the worst of it. And he said it was quite the battle. So when you're talking about the probably most in shape dude in the world, maybe, BJ, in the rock. 
getting his ass kicked by this thing, maybe other people might start to take it a little bit more seriously. It's crazy. Yeah, Bad and and in the video I watched this last night, he he you know he said he's been pretty disciplined about this, but uh, they had some family friends over, and that's how they got it. And, and I'm like, yeah, don't have people over. Oh my god, Nick. I mean. You know, now I can kind of joke about it, but I screamed and shouted, and you know, we would have conversations back and forth sure. about people coming over to our house, and I wasn't happy about it, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. If you don't want to get coronavirus, you don't invite anybody to your house. There you go. Even if you're the rock. <laughs> Has anybody been over lately, Big J? No. Good. No, except for family. Well, there you go. Morning. Well, that's probably what, what uh, Dwayne Johnson. No, they were said. friends. Oh, those jerky friends. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the six o'clock hour. Big J's nerd alert on one hundred point three. The X rocks. Yep, and I found this really, really interesting, and I think it has some really cool applications uh, possible for the morning after one day. Uh, and that is, Twitch has rolled out its watch parties feature to all creators worldwide, allowing the platform streamers and subscribers to watch Amazon Prime Video together. Aww. Uh, the Verge reports that anyone with an Amazon Prime Video account can now host a public watch party when accessing Twitch via desktop. So, uh, with other Amazon Prime Video account holders invited to participate and watch a stream, it adds watch parties is currently not available on mobile devices, but Twitch is working on it and expects to roll out said feature in the coming months. It's also important to note that Amazon's library of movies and TV shows will be restricted based on individual users' geographical location, despite the feature now being globally accessible. So, what that means means is Amazon's catalog varies between regions. Therefore, the streaming of licensed content will be prohibited on titles that are unavailable in the host country. Uh, so, for instance, U.S. residents would not be allowed to stream uh, or watch U.K.-only titles such as Star Trek Picard. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, like, if, if somebody from another country is hosting a party of for a title that you don't have access to, you can't get it. Yeah, and I still don't understand in this day and age how they can even do the regional thing. It blows my mind, but... <laughs> Uh, they can do it, and there, there could be a lot of fun things. Maybe one day we could all watch uh, the uh, the boys together. Yeah, did you ever make it through season one? Yeah, of course, man. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, other news: big game release tomorrow, Nick. Uh, that might have your interest, and I know uh, a friend of ours, and that is Marvel Avengers. Yeah. Well, oh, wait a second. Oh, the, see, I see. He must have because he pre-ordered. He's been playing it for like three days. Yeah, he's, he's probably had early access, yes. and uh, that comes in handy, too, when you're a PlayStation guy. So Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, and Miss Marvel, these are all the characters that will be immediately playable tomorrow when the game lands, uh, but... Uh, Who's going to be the first added post-launch in a DLC, Nick? Uh, we know that Clint Barton, Hawkeye, is headed to the game alongside Spider-Man, though only for PlayStation owners at a later date. But Crystal Dynamics, uh, the game developer, has announced what hero will be the first DLC, and it's a bit of a surprise, Nick. It's Kate Bishop, who is uh, one of the young Avengers, also Hawkeye. Cool. We got about six or seven Hawkeyes coming your way. Uh, I actually, this is the first beta I ever participated in. I downloaded the Avengers yeah? beta How and was played it? it. It was fun. It was good. Uh, I will check it out. Probably not right away. I've got other things on my plate. But uh, it is one of those deals where I enjoyed playing it. And I actually played it with uh, with my uh, buddy and went online and played a little bit of the beta together and had some fun. And it was enjoyable and it was cool. And it seems like it's pretty in-depth and it's got some fun gameplay. And I think I'd be into it for sure. Was there other particular characters? You enjoyed playing the most? Well, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was fun to play as uh, Hulk 
That was a lot of fun. Um, Smash. I, yeah, that's been, you know when you're when you're just getting started, it's a lot of button smashing. So somebody that has the Hulk. I mean, the Iron Man. Iron Man was cool too because you can fly a lot, yeah. which you can take out the aerial uh, enemies pretty easy, which was very very nice. So it was nice. No, you got to play as Hulk. I got to play as uh, Black Widow. Got to play as um, Captain America for a little bit, and uh, and and Iron Man as well. So it was cool. All right, there you have it, folks. Check it out. Game's worth it. Uh, Also, tomorrow is uh, the beginning of Premiere Access on Disney+. Plus. You can watch Mulan before it's available to all Disney Plus subscribers or anywhere else. Disney Plus will offer Premiere Access to Mulan for $29.99 on DisneyPlus.com and in the Disney Plus app on select platforms, including Apple, Google, and Roku. The Premiere Access offer will be available until November 2nd. Once you have premiere access to Mulan, you can watch it as many times as you want on any platform where Disney Plus is available. You, your access to Mulan will continue as long as you're an active Disney Plus subscriber, Nick. So Mulan will be available to all Disney Plus subscribers, uh, by the way, uh, without the premiere access on December 4th. So that's the news people were waiting to go. Okay, when will it be available for everybody oh, without yeah. having to pay 30 bucks? So it's just two months? Yeah. Before you have to pay? Why would you pay $30 for that? I don't know. Well, we're going to find out. That's I'm basically sure. two months of a Disney Plus. <laughs> two additional months you're paying yeah, for. Yeah, it's also coming out in theaters worldwide. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so. Is there anything else you get with the Disney Premiere? No, it's just Mulan. Just Mulan. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. You're paying thirty bucks just to watch, and it's not like this is the animated version. Uh, the kids would want to watch over and over and over again. So interesting. Yeah. But that being said, it still looks great. Oh, I yeah. do want to see it yeah. at some point. I just not paying thirty dollars for it. That's all. I mean, I, I whoever does, I hope they enjoy it very much. But they ain't gonna be me. Not me either. But I'll wait until December and I'll check it out with the second it gets on there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, right alongside Mandalorian. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's your nerd alert. Thank you very much, Big J. A morning After with Nick and Big J. I'm not sure who needs to hear this, Big J, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, dude. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bleep going on right now. Yeah. And we know that we are spending our time streaming movies and television shows, drinking ourselves into oblivion, and getting divorced. These are things that we know. Bad scene, man. But explain this, Big J. Why is there a significant uptick in UFO sightings during the last couple months? Because huh? we got more time to look at the skies. Huh? Data from the nonprofit UFO Reporting Center, which reports and records UFO related events, shows that sightings are up 51% so far this year. That's a lot. That's compared to the exact same time period uh, last year. Of the 5,000 sightings, reported this year 20% occurred in April at the height of the COVID-19 crisis and lockdown. Peter Davenport, who has directed the organization since 1994, says, quote, what am I doing with my life? But he also says he's reluctant to speculate as to why there's been an uptick in reports. This news comes as last month the Pentagon announced it's forming a task force, of course, led by the U.S. Navy to investigate UFOs. So I ask you, Vic J., is it because we're hammered and we're looking up at the sky that we're seeing more? Or, Big J, are the aliens just like, hey, we should probably test what's going on down there? I mean, you're you're uh, you're assuming the fact that they haven't been testing it and, and then maybe the pandemic is the reason for that. Maybe take try that conspiracy out. Okay, so the aliens from the UFOs that we're seeing more frequently are the ones that they started COVID-19. They reversed War of the Worlds on us. Uh-huh. They saw the movie uh-huh. and they're like, oh, hell, that's not happening when we invade this 
little crappy planet to take all the resources. Well, we'll it, give them a disease, and war, then we'll come in and we will attack. In War of the Worlds, they were already here. They came from underground. Okay, remember? either way, uh, they 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 were dead because they couldn't handle the disease. I see. All right. Well, I mean, in the modern War of the Worlds, they came from underground. I don't know if it was the they came from underground in the, in the original version. Good luck. With that conspiracy theory, we'll see how far that spreads around. It's better than yours. Just remember where it started. Houston Rockets beat the Oklahoma City Thunder yesterday in Game 7 of that series, and so they are moving on to take on the Lakers. It was a hell of a Game 7. It was a lot of fun to watch, and actually Houston played defense, which is something. Uh, very, very frustrating as a Bucks fan to watch what's happening in the playoffs right now, man. Other teams being good? Uh, well, I mean, it's just, it, it's like, I, I don't want to... Like, make excuses, but like, they there was nobody that could hold a candle to them in the regular season before the bubble. I mean, like, they beat the Lakers, they beat the Clippers, they beat everybody. They were on pace for 70 wins. I mean, the the chemistry was unstoppable, defense was impeccable, and they get to the bubble and they have looked like trash just trash, and that has continued in the playoffs. Somehow they won four in a row against Orlando, which is great. But this Heat team is scrappy, and even Jimmy Butler's having a crappy game like he had yesterday, I mean, they can't guard people you've never heard of right now. It's bad. And so the Bucks find themselves in a position that 11 other number one seeds have been in in NBA history, which is down 2-0 in the second round of the playoffs. The other 11 teams got bounced. So we'll see what ends up happening with the Bucks, but it, it did not. I mean, listen, they needed a little help from the referees to even tie the game up last night. And then there was a BS call at the end, but I felt like it was a makeup call for the terrible call that they called to give the Bucks even a chance to tie the game. So the Heat won that game no matter what, either way, as far as I'm concerned. We could complain about the call, the, the foul that was called on Giannis at the end of the game, but the the fall on Middleton to force the three free throws that tie the game were silly too. So uh, either way, Heat win 116-114. And they're up two to nothing. This is in that in-depth series. commentary here this morning on NBA <laughs> playoff basketball. At first, I was like, "Of course, there's a pandemic," because the Bucks actually had a chance to do something in the playoffs, and now they're back, and it's just, man, they have not looked the same at all. I mean, the chemistry's off, and it's just, it's bad news. It's bad news, and and then it worries me too, because I want Giannis to stick around, of course, but because uh, he's the best player in the NBA as far as I'm concerned. But man, I mean, just the the team around him is rough. Avalanche beat the Stars 4-1 last night. That series is tied at three games apiece, so we're going to have a Game 7 there as well. couple of bits of movie news. Keanu Reeves is not spilling the beans on Matrix 4, but he was talking about how good the movie is. He says that Lana Wachowski, quote, created a beautiful story and a beautiful script, and he says he's grateful to be here and to be a part of the story. He is excited to be a part of Matrix 4, of course, in case you missed it. Uh, they, Warner Brothers did push the release of that uh, to next year, April 1st of 2022. So it isn't going to get away in the way of John Wick anymore. Remember how they were supposed, yeah. supposed to be released in the same weekend? That's not happening. But either way, uh, he's excited for uh, Matrix 4, and hopefully you shall be too. And we got news yesterday that The Mandalorian will debut its second season October 30th on Disney+. Plus. Timothy Oliphant, Rosario Dawson, Tamura Morrison, all featured prominently in Season 2. And it's coming just in time for Halloween, Big J. So expect to see lots of Mandalorians trick-or-treating if that is still allowed. A lot of Mandos out there. Morning after, well, it is the way. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's 
your important stuff. We're going to hell here in a couple seconds. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Berlin, Germany is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And we may need Detective Big J on this case. Oh, okay. Because German police and investigators are completely flabbergasted. The Germans? They don't understand what's going on, and they don't have any answers, and they are looking for help. Because officially yesterday, Germany says they are losing hope in finding out a cause behind this case. It all started last week in the southwestern town of Heidelberg that's right near Berlin in Germany. Federal police had to send a bomb squad out to investigate on a train there after a driver found a styrofoam box in the train cabin. And he was like, well, listen, that's not... Sounds like somebody's sandwich. We call that a suspicious package, right? So uh, police opened up the styrofoam box... Big J thought it was somebody's lunch, and it's not. Instead, inside, along with some dried ice, were three vials filled with white liquid. Oh, boy. And they were like, oh, no. Oh, no. Run, everybody, run! Forensic specialists determined that they were not explosive, and so they were taken to a lab to figure out what the hell they actually were. And they got the results on Tuesday, Big J. The results... All three vials no, contained... No. no, it doesn't. ...contained DNA and genetic material from hamsters. Okay. Okay? So basically what happened is somebody left a styrofoam box filled with hamster DNA on a train in Germany. So officers were hoping to crack the case by publicizing the unusual find, and despite intense media interest, the owner has remained elusive so far scared to come forward. According to the federal police spokesman. Now, uh, unfortunately, whatever experiments or weird things are being done with the vials of hamster DNA will not be done with those three because they had to be disposed of because the cold chain had been broken. You understand? They were no longer cold. Mm -hmm. Dry ice had melted and they had figured it all out, so that's it. But we do know that this particular city in Germany is home to several research centers including the European Molecular Biology Laboratory. So it wouldn't be unusual. They're just finding it really weird why nobody's coming forward and going, yeah, that's my hamster DNA. Well, I can tell you why that person isn't coming forward. Uh-huh. They're dead. Oh, okay. And uh, this, again, is part of the conspiracy of the aliens. Oh, I... <laughs> okay. Just one small piece, Nick. Explain it to me. How are the aliens and hamsters related? I'm not really sure. All I know is it fits. You know that it's definitely connected. Definitely. You're just not sure how it fits. Yeah. Okay. Either way, uh, you're probably right. The reason why somebody hasn't come forward is they're scared for their job. Because you probably will be in trouble. You probably had one job was to take hamster DNA from point A to point B. And then you got off the train and forgot the hamster DNA for some reason. Unless somebody's creating like some sort of weird hamster hybrid that's the other thing now either somebody's scared for their job or there's some really weird ass german hamster tests going on that they don't want people to know about and so it's best that it's not publicized and then the brain starts going okay what kind of weird ass hamster tests are they doing or what kind of weird playing god situation are they in where they need hamster dna you know yeah because i mean are we in an island of dr moreau situation here 
And is this the next kind of hybrid that we need to worry about? I don't know. New pets? Maybe it's Petco. <laughs> I don't know if they have a, a German laboratory or not. But either way, there's a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. And they may never get them because nobody's coming forward. So don't count on the hamster DNA mystery to be solved anytime soon unless you buy into Big J's aliens conspiracy theory, which you may. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. It's Rob Zombie. It's Dragula here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. Big J, I noticed something and I thought maybe this qualifies for you as well. Oh. Uh, because as you have come back from your time off due to COVID 19, not time off, but time away from the radio station yeah. anyway, I noticed that you brought something with you that you haven't brought with you in a long time, and that is a banana. Uh, on a regular oh, yeah. basis, eating a banana for breakfast, and then you were telling me last night you had some sort of tofu for dinner, and so I'm starting to see some healthy Big J, and I'm wondering, uh, would you say that overall, since COVID-19 started, you have partaken in a little bit less of the meat of the animals on a regular basis? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's just something that, you know, uh, I've been trying off and on the last couple of years to just eat healthier, more mindful, and, and um, the wife, you know, really wants to cut down on the amount of, of, of meat. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I want to try to be a healthier person because, you know, we, we I'm, I got to a point, especially because of COVID, Nick, uh, you know, really, uh, mentally, I mean, I was like, am I going to die? I mean, you, you have those thoughts because it's a very scary situation dealing with my dad's death at the same time. Um, I, I was like, man, what am I living for? You know what I mean? Oh, I get to come to work and make people laugh. Great. No, that's actually a really awesome thing. But, <laughs> uh, you know, what 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 is the purpose uh, of Big J really going forward as I'm getting into my later years here? I'm going to be 45 next year. So um, I really want to do more travel and, and do see some more cultures. And, and, you know, the wife and her job, we have that opportunity once COVID gets uh, situated and uh, we can get back to somewhat uh, regular travel situation through the rest of the world. Then I want to do that. But, um, you know, it, it would be a little bit easier easier if um you know i I didn't weigh so much Mm -hmm. uh it's also difficult though at the same time to really focus in on my weight in particular with my binge eating disorder so uh, you know losing weight trying to be healthy it's it's a very very delicate line man but yeah no been trying to eat healthier so yeah a little less meat but also meat is freaking expensive that's true and that's and that's one of the many reasons why they say maybe uh, a bunch of people are eating less of it about 57 percent of us have admitted that we're not eating meat nearly as much as we did when this whole thing happened before and about six and ten of the people that said they're eating less uh, name price as a big reason why i mean listen uh there are budgetary constraints on a lot of people this particular in this country that haven't had budgetary constraints before and so when the price of chicken and ground beef goes through the roof you have to make some decisions and you're like all right man uh maybe i'll grab a salad instead because I can't afford the $11 chicken or whatever the case may be. And so there's lots of different reasons that people are doing it, whether it's health-related or it's budget-related or economic-related. It's all one of those things where we're just trying to go, maybe, just maybe, we shouldn't be eating as much meat. Now, apparently, the other thing that's happening is the increase in the Beyond Meat. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, The meat that's not really meat, although that can be a bit pricey too. That has seen an uptick 
in the COVID-19 months. So people are trying alternatives to meat that are a little bit healthier for them. So maybe that's it. I mean, we also talk about how, you know, one of the things that's happened is the quarantine 15, right? People that have been sitting around and been sedentary have just been putting on some weight, whether you're eating bad or eating great. There may be a little bit of extra pounds there, and maybe just maybe it's about this time that people are starting to get frustrated in the extra LBs that they put on. And so they're trying to healthy it up a little bit. That could be too. Right. So there's lots of reasons behind it, but either way, about 57% of us are eating less meat. So there's that. Maybe we're turning a corner, Big J, and we won't be obese America anymore. What do you think? Well, it sure would help out. Your travel plans, yes, you said. Travel plans and uh, just basically uh, the rest of the world. And breathing and stairs and all that kind of stuff, too. (laughs) Morning After with Nick and Big J. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some places in and around the Treasure Valley are back to school virtually. Some places in and around the Treasure Valley will be going back to school on the 8th right after Labor Day. But even under normal circumstances... Back-to-school time can be tough for kids. But you factor in the global pandemic and your prolonged time off from school, and you have got epic tantrum territory. You understand, Big J? Yeah. So now people are trying to figure out, okay, what what do I do? How can I help things with my kids? Because it might be harder for them to regulate their behavior right now because they've lost their usual coping mechanisms, like, you know, seeing friends or maybe taking part in some sort of routine activity. So according to pediatricians, what you need to do is understand, first of all, listen, just like you, they're bored, they've been frustrated, they've got some fatigue, they've been eating like crap, and so the inevitable limitations of the space during lockdown is pretty explosive for a kid trying to develop their personality. Experts say to deal with these things, you should talk to your child in a simple way, validate their feelings. And make sure they understand that, hey, listen, it's weird for everybody. But reward good behavior, too, when they see their child displaying it and give them attention, you know? Make sure you're still spending time with the kids. And see if you can't develop some sort of routine for stay-at-home schooling and virtual schooling as you would during the regular school year. And who knows what your schedule is like to do that, but this is just trying to make it as easy as possible for your kids who are going through weirdness, too. Like, although, I, you know, there's not a 10-year-old in the world that loves going to school, I think. Maybe there's a couple. But for the most part, they're enjoying it. But they miss their friends, too, you know? Yeah. They probably you, would like to go to school as well. You'd have to. And so they probably are tired of being at home just as much as you're tired of them being at home. Try to have some empathy there and understand what they're going through, too, and work through it together so it's as easy as possible of a transition. Rest in peace to Tom Seaver, the Hall of Fame pitcher who led the 69 Mets to the World Series Championship, the Miracle Mets as they're known. Passed away Monday from complications due to body dementia as well as the coronavirus. The Hall of Fame announced that yesterday. He was a hell of a baseball player and a pitcher. He spent most of his career with the Mets, got traded to the Reds, then spent some time with the White Sox and the Red Sox as well. Went into the Hall of Fame back in 1992. Rockets win Game 7 last night over the Thunder. Heat beat the Bucks in Game 2 of that series. They're up 2-0. Avs beat the Stars 4-1 on the ice. Series is tied at three games apiece. And Leonard Fournette cut by the Jags earlier this week. He's headed to Tampa Bay for a one-year deal worth $3.5 million to be in Tom Brady's backfield. Remember, you'd like to be Big J. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chadwick Bozeman is talking about maybe having a statue built in his hometown of Anderson, South Carolina. 
They're in the process of removing a Confederate memorial and then maybe replacing it with a memorial for the iconic actor. The 43-year-old Black Panther star died after a battle with colon cancer that he kept very private. And more and more news is coming out about that. It's just amazing to me that literally nobody knew, save like four people, that he was going through this battle. Yeah. Lots of smart-ass comments were made about his appearance in the last year, which is always depressing to see. But uh, he was battling colon cancer, man, and probably going through all sorts of treatments and radiations and chemicals and God knows what was getting pumped into him. And, of course, that means a loss of weight and all that kind of stuff. And so the fact that he was able to battle this by himself is uh, crazy and a testament to the man who continued to work, by the way, through all this, too. And has got a Netflix movie that's coming out in like a month or so whenever Netflix decides to release it because they postponed it because of his death. So uh, I'm not angry about them putting together a, uh, a statue about him in Anderson, South Carolina. You? No. All right. Wakanda forever. Let's make it happen. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Some pop culture smackdown here in a sec. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we will get you a From Ashes to New album. They just released an album last week. Uh, it's called Panic. It's pretty dang good. So we'll get that into your uh, listening device digitally. It will also get you qualified to win an autographed drum head from the band, which is pretty cool. It's a nice little prize package, and if you would like to be a part of it, you can if you want to play Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's your phone number, 208 287 1003. Big J's got questions. Hopefully, you've got a few answers when it comes to the world of pop culture. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? This is Kevin. All right, Kevin. Good luck. All right, Kevin. Uh, we got a special birthday today, and Charlie Sheen was on a sitcom for eight years when the years of addiction caught up to him and he was fired from that show. What was it called? Uh, two and a half men. Right. Hashtag winning. So far. Nick, uh, Sheen's big break came as part of an ensemble cast in a movie about teenagers fighting off a Russian invasion. Uh, oh, my God. Why did it just run out of my head? Uh, oh, no. All I can think of is Wolverines. Wolverines! Uh, <laughs> Avenge uh, me! Stop. You're, you're putting other things <laughs> red. I so badly want you to miss this question. Oh, my God. I might. I might. It's, it's completely escaped out of my head. We, you've gotten to Big J levels now. Well, it's just that now, that now that all I can think of is the different things that happened, I can name every single actor in this stupid movie. Oh, God. See Thomas Howell? Yeah, well, I remember Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey. Oh, yeah. And Charlie Sheen, Wolverines, Red. Son of a gun. Unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. It's very, very sad. I mean, there's even the remake with Chris Hemsworth. I mean, how do I know everything about it but what it's called? What an idiot. I don't know. I went to the trouble of writing all these questions. What a <laughs> waste. It is sad. It's really sad. It's what I should know, and I don't know. Richard, do you uh, know? It's Kevin, by the way. Kevin, do you know? Uh, yeah, I do. Wrong. I'm going to call really it. Go, to go, go ahead. Go ahead. You win, Kevin. What is it? Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Right. Dawn, dude. I, I mean, I can't believe it. All I can think of is Wolverines, <laughs> and that's it. It just, it just, the second, I mean, I even had the first word right. I just couldn't think of Red Dawn because all I was thinking about was other things that, that go with red. It's just weird, sad, sad. Congratulations! Enjoy the uh, the from Ashes to New prize package. Curious Kevin. to know yeah. if you'd know this question though. What movie was the first to feature both Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez? They've done a few together. 
First one to feature them together. Yeah. Was it Men at Work? Nope. It no? was Young Guns. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Charlie Sheen was only in Young Guns for like five seconds, right? No, but he was in there for a little he bit. He was? Yeah. What did he play in Young Guns? His name was Dick. Just a dude. He was just one of the gang. I thought he was a small, minor part. Either way, congratulations there, my man. Hang on one second. We'll get you all good to go with the From, uh, from Ashes to New Prize package. Plus, we'll do some headlines next on the x Rock. Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Hey, man, it's $5 car sale weekend happening over there at Team Mazda, which means beginning today all the way through Monday, they're taking over the old Kmart in Nampa for their $5 car sale. $5 down gets you into any used or new car, and there's even a car down there for $5, period. So check it out for yourself this weekend at the old Kmart in Nampa, courtesy of Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Headlines are as follows. Oh, boy. A man after Big J's heart and ironic. Um, After Big J's heart. A Nebraska man spent his time at a local city council meeting to take a stand where it really matters. The term, quote, boneless chicken wings. Uh-oh. Footage of the meeting shows Ander Christensen making an impassioned plea to the Lincoln lawmakers for more accuracy in naming. He says that fans of the popular appetizer are living a lie because boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders. Instead, Christensen proposes that they be renamed to buffalo-style chicken tenders, wet tenders, or just saucy nugs to avoid any kind of confusion because he doesn't think that a boneless chicken wing is a chicken wing at all. It's just a hunk of chicken meat. Which is something you've been saying for a while. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I but agree with he's this guy. getting the viral love that you should be getting. Why didn't you make a video and go down to a city council meeting and make a big to-do about it? Because uh, that's not what I do. No, it's too bad. You missed out on a real opportunity. I mean, to I know, I know. Bolster uh, the brand. I'm sure. I hear that a lot. <laughs> People take your ideas and just film them and then go viral. So you need to start walking around with a camera, my man. Although you have one in your hand at all times. You just got to start turning that thing on. You understand? Yep. Get yourself some money. Oh, boy, or ironic. Ironic. A Florida man was arrested for a DUI on Sunday after crashing his car into a, quote, drive sober or get pulled over sign. 22-year-old Bounty Sheremy was arrested after deputies from Charlotte County Sheriff's Office found him near the turnover sign. According to local news reports, Jeremy told deputies he was on with the phone when, the, when he with a friend when he hit something, but he was unsure what he had hit. Turned out he was just hammered and hit the "Don't Drive Drunk" sign, which is never a good sign, and probably deserves you to get arrested for a DUI for it. So make sure you're actually paying attention to the sign and not driving drunk, and maybe we would have an issue. But somewhere a land is more said is slowly nodding. We'll wrap it up with "Oh boy!" And under normal circumstances, flying can be stressful. You understand? Yeah. But there's never any excuse for doing anything like this. Video footage from the Ukraine shows a woman standing on the wing of a gigantic airplane that she had just walked onto. Turns out she was returning from a vacation in in Turkey when she opened the emergency exit door and went out to the wing as the plane sat at the gate. Witnesses say she left her two children inside as she went out. The pilot called for an ambulance before she climbed safely back inside. She reportedly told authorities she performed the idea because it was, quote, too hot inside the plane, so she needed to get some air. Tests revealed she was not under the influence of any drugs or alcohol at the time, so maybe, just maybe, she's out of her mind. (laughs) Yeah, she's under the influence of crazy. 
Because you can't just walk out. I mean, I guess you can walk out to the wing of a plane, but you should not. Uh, certainly not. Whether it's moving or not, not a good idea. But this one was at least stationary at a gate. But still, uh, probably not a good idea to get some air on the wing of the airplane using the emergency door exit. Uh, in fact, everybody, keep your hands off the emergency doors. <laughs> yeah, don't even look at it. Unless it's an absolute emergency, stop it. I mean, there's no reason for you to be anywhere near that. They ask you if you're uh, cognizant enough to sit in that row for a reason, friends. Make sure you are. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date with everything. See, they're in dangerous here on the Morning After and with Nick and Big J. Oh, my God. It is happening in less than a week, ladies and gentlemen. The Morning After Fantasy Football League is going to happen. Gaish, dang it. And we need you to be a part of it. We have got positions to fill. We are going to do a live draft. How, Big J? Uh, by uh, answering a question. No, no. Wait, no. what What happened? We're Sorry. Listening. We're going to do a live draft via oh, yeah. Zoom. Oh, via Zoom, yeah. We're going to be uh, doing a, a live draft via Zoom. Uh-huh. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And we're going to record that. And here's the catch. If you want to be a part of the Morning After Fantasy Football League, number one, you got to be able to Zoom it up. Because we want everybody to be a part of the draft. It's going to happen at 7 o'clock in the evening next Wednesday. We always hold these things the day before the season begins for multiple reasons. Mostly, however, it is so that the rosters are pretty much set. Injuries are all taken care of. And you don't end up drafting somebody that kills your franchise because they get hurt in practice before the season starts. Now, if it happens in week one, it happens in week one. But we try to get this as close to the season starting as possible because it gives us at least a little bit of wiggle room for you know who your team's going to look like in week one anyway. Yeah. And so it's going to be different, of course, with all the COVID stuff that's going around. But we are going to do it, and we've decided that we're going to give away these slots in the Morning After Fantasy Football League a little bit different this year. Some of them are going to be given away on the air, and some of them are going to be given away on the Morning After Fantasy Football page. On the Morning After Facebook page, I should say. Another page. No, no, no pages. The Morning After Facebook page. So... Uh, keep an eye out for that as well if you want to be in it. So if you have the availability to join us via Zoom next Wednesday at 7 o'clock and you want to be in the Morning After Fantasy Football League and possibly win some prizes, then you're going to want to get on the phone right now and answer this fantasy football trivia question. Big J, please. Typically, in a standard fantasy football league, how does a defense score points? There are multiple answers yep. to this question. So we're trying to make it easy for you. So 208-287-1003. Let's get ourselves somebody that could possibly do it. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Jeff. Jeff, did you hear Big J's question? I did not. All right, give him two again. Jeff, in a standard NFL fantasy football league, typically how does the defense score points? Uh, off of... Less passing yards and touch, or yeah, by then scoring touchdowns and fumbles. Um, yeah, that is one way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if a defense scores yeah. a touchdown, of course it's going to score points. That'll work. What are some of the other ways, Big J? Uh, let's see, fumble recoveries, uh-huh. sacks, yep, interception returns for touchdowns, or just special teams touchdowns, and just playing interceptions. 
So good job there, Jeff. You're officially in the Morning After Fantasy Football League, as long as you meet all the criteria that we need. And for others, there's going to be plenty more chances for you to win on the air and keep an eye on that Morning After Facebook page as well. That's how you're going to be able to get into this thing. But we're going to fill it up by Wednesday of next week because that's when the draft is, baby. So get ready to play some fantasy football with Big J and myself, and that means a couple of easy wins for you during the course of the season. No, not this year. We'll this see. is our year! Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some bad impressions are next to the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. We've got a, a, a free corn t-shirt for you. It's made of corn, Nick. What? No, it's not. It's uh, it's uh, from the band Corn and their album The Nothing. We'll be happy to hook you up with that if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. We will upgrade your wardrobe with just a telephone call. 208-287-1003. Of course, you do need to win it fair and square in order to grab the t-shirt. But the way bad impressions works is this. Big J has three clues. They all are about somebody that is pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is. In those three clues or less, and really all week long, you've only needed the first one. I mean, you've been very, very impressive with bad impressions this week, Trey. Thanks, man. So keep oh. it up. No, not you. You made it too easy. Hello, the X. Hey, I don't play bad impressions. Awesome, man. What's your name? Dick. All right, you're up first, man. Good luck. I protect Gotham from the ugly underbelly that is crime. <laughs> uh, next one? During the day, I'm Bruce Wayne. Oh, Batman. Yeah, it is Batman. I'm Congratulations. Batman. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. What was clue three for fun? I have a mobile that I drive around. And a why, Batmobile. Uh, why is Batman in the news? <laughs> well, uh, Nick, uh, in case you were wondering, uh, Waze is still a thing out there. And now you can get directions from Batman himself. For a limited time, you can hear Kevin Conroy. And now he's the iconic voice of Batman from the animated series. So uh, I think he's done the video games, too. He's yeah, yeah, he's he is great. And uh, he will give you directions in uh, the navigation app ways. Turn left. As Batman. Yeah, as Batman. Doesn't Batman ask Alfred for directions when he's driving? Now the it's flipped. All right. Listen, but I would be game cool. for Michael Caine. <laughs> Who is Alfred in the new one? Do we never know? Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have yeah. to look that up. Uh, Jeremy Irons of course. Was, was there for a brief period of time. Maybe he continues? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. That wouldn't make much sense. But uh, either way, uh, that is R- cool. <laughs> I mean, we had, we've had some good times with with the voices. Who, uh, we had Homer, right? Yeah, Homer. And was there any other one? That you, did you do Mr. T? Yeah, Mr. T. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was the other one that you could download for your GPS at the time. So they are fun if you're on long road trips. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out, and nice that you can do that. There's your bad impressions. Morning after. Oh, with Andy Nick. Circus. Oh, there you go. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap this whole show up next on the X Rocks. Seven Dust, the day I tried to live here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap up the show for this Thursday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. We appreciate it very much. Got a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. Gave away a slot in the morning after Fantasy Football League. More of that to come. And, of course, we also gave away a uh, From Ashes to New Prize package. We're going to give a chance away, or one more chance for that tomorrow, and then we'll do the final drawing for the autographed drumhead tomorrow on the show as well. So that should be pretty cool, along with a live lesson courtesy of Big J as we head into a very busy weekend, I am sure. 
But a reminder that the $5 car sale is going on at Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. They're taking over the old Kmart in Nampa beginning today all the way through Monday, Labor Day, and giving away some pretty cool deals, including $5 down for new and used vehicles and a car for $5, period. So check out the $5 car sale, courtesy of Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore at the old Kmart in Nampa going on now. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, you learn something every day, and I didn't know this, Nick, that uh, taking nighttime photos of the Eiffel Tower is technically illegal. Why? Uh the issue isn't the building itself. The light show on the Eiffel Tower is it was installed by Pierre Badou in 1985. It's actually an artistic display and protected by copyright. Oh, so you can't, like, film the... It, does it have some sort of show that it puts on or something? I, apparently, yeah. The, the lights shimmer every five minutes from dusk to 1 a.m. Nice. And a dark tower without lights isn't all that photogenic. No, it's very true. That is very true. Why did you learn this? Why not? I mean, were you clicking on Eiffel Tower facts? Yep. Why? Why not? Because I'm interested in architecture, okay? But that doesn't have anything to do with architecture. It has everything to do with aesthetics. I was looking up the Eiffel Tower and the kind of cosmic energy that it produces. Oh, you're a weird one today. I see. It's going to be one of those days. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the (laughs) X-Rocks.